Australia's premier user experience design conference. This is UX Australia 2018. Ian Barker is the co-founder of Meld Studios and one of the speakers here at UX Australia 2018. Ian, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Nice to meet you. What have you loved about UX Australia 2018? What's been... What's been resonating with you? Well, I'm, I'm sitting here at lunchtime on the first day, so I think the, the key theme for me so far has been how many people are talking about kind of culture and the context within which uh, design work is being done. Uh, this seems like a, a new frontier for us or a recognition of a frontier which has always been there. Um, and uh, it, it's just, to me, a maturity of, of uh, our rhetoric, our dialogue about the work we do. Let's unpack that a bit more. What do we mean by sort of delving more into the culture? Yeah, well, so um, as I spoke about today and as I've, I've, I've been focused on a lot over last year, um, we, we're living in a, a time where we've just seen the, the Hain Royal Commission come out. And many, many of us here at this conference, I, I asked people to show of hands, and I think all but 10 people in the room when I was speaking said that they had done work with the financial services industry. And yet we hear all these travesties of non-customer-centeredness coming out on a daily basis. Um, and so I think this leads to this kind of this, this recognition that actually making good customer experiences isn't just about doing things that customers directly interact with. It goes deeper than that. It goes into the kind of the DNA, the, the culture of an organisation. And very few of us have done work where that's been the explicit focus of our design activity to date. Some of us are starting to, um, and and that's exciting. You know, I mean, I, I started off designing interfaces for pre-websites um, and then got into website design and that was exciting and used to call myself an IA and a user experience person and this, that and the other. And I, I, I really look at this as being the most significant step change in, in what's going on in our industry. It's, it's great. Yeah. We're seeing so many startups today. Uh, they have obviously uh, a particular goal and vision as, as do all businesses. But the more traditional companies today is it more difficult for them in terms of changing culture those sort of ones that have steeped in tradition already so the distance between big decision making and the customer is so different between a startup and and an established business and i think that you know one one could look at um the types of things we've been hearing about from royal commission and go everyone senior in those organizations is inhumane and they're evil um i don't actually believe that's true i (laughs) i kind of think that we've we they're distanced from the customer and we haven't done a great job of um, connecting them back to what it's like to be a customer of their business. So I, I you know, f- for me, some of some of what we need to do is simple. It's about raising the rhetoric, raising the messaging, so that it can get to other places. Uh, other things will be much more complicated in terms of changing culture. But but raising the rhetoric is a good start, and I think you'll see a lot of benefits just just from that. Helping people understand what it's like to to be a customer from from the outside in, and making sure they hear that. Um, I think that will go a good way. We have to hope, believe these people aren't evil. And if they have better data, they'll make better customer-informed decisions. Are there some examples you can share with us as part of this podcast where you've seen change that's changed effectively? Yeah, well, I, so, I mean, so we, we, we were recognised for our work with Queensland Government recently. We won the uh, top award at, or co-won the top award at this year's Good Design Awards in Australia. The first time that something that wasn't a product was recognised by the biggest kind of design authority in Australia as being a, you know, a, a semblance of design. Um, our work was about a process, a mindset shift 
um, that has had significant impacts in terms of how procurement processes work. So, so one of the big challenges many of us um, in, in design have struggled with for many years is that organisations, big organisations, require you to tell them what you're going to do before they procure you to do it. And if one truly believes in human-centred design, then you actually have to go and do discovery research to understand what the need is, and you need to be funded to do that. So one of the most tangible changes, repercussions of, of that piece of work has been the fact that they've started procuring discovery research. So they can then actually, with bigger budgets, engage the right people to do the right things, um, which I think will go a long way towards more successful projects. You talk about um, the right people for the right job or the right role. How significant is that in creating the change that we're talking about? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think for years we've hoped that this kind of significant change will be a byproduct of our work. You know, it, there'll, there'll be a ripple out from what we're doing. Um, I, I think that, that my, my reflection is, and, and as I say, this is seen through the lens of what I've been hearing about through the Royal Commission. And, and you know, we as a company, like nearly everybody here, has done lots of work in financial services. Um, we're we're realising that, that, you know, the, 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 the Trojan horse approach of kind of doing these projects and then seeing what ripples out from it isn't always effective. Um, and... In some organisations, they, they, they're, not, they're not necessarily individually not recognising us or associating us with having a part of this. When I put on my other hat of having recently graduated from the Australian Institute of Company Directors, what I can see is that there's a crying need. You know, boards are being charged with culture and being held personally liable for travesties of the cultural impact of their work. They're needing to rebuild trust. They're needing to better understand customers. But what they're looking for is very, in my perspective, very simple ways of trying to solve that. Um, And simple not in a way of kind of elegant solutions, but really unsophisticated ways. Um, And and we, we, as collectively, as a community in, in user experience and human centered design we have a lot to add we just we haven't thought about that audience as being an audience for our work until this point so yeah and good point you raise about the finance sector it has been uh, the focus of attention for some time now they have quite a big road ahead don't they in in uh, delivering all of this change what's to stop an organization as big as the finance sector stopping at some point and giving up i would say there's there's every chance it could i mean there's a lot of disruptions going on in financial services i went to a conference a few years ago and somebody said that 25 percent of the funds under management in traditional banks won't be there within five years i, I don't know if that's borne out it was it was in asia i went to that conference um so i mean you know clearly there's a lot of factors driving change there um i i i think and hope that um People are reacting with outrage and walking with their feet about where their funds are managed. Um, I've recently changed where my superannuation is, and um, I know many other people who have done. They're kind of going, well, hang on, I'm not, I'm not happy with how things are. I, I don't think it takes a lot of that to happen for people to pay more attention. You know, they, they follow the money. That's, that's what they do. And I think for a long time, uh, us, us human-centered designers have, have, have played an emotional rhetoric. Um, and I think that you know, there's a wisening up for us about actually they, these are very rational people. They, they live on numbers. And um, we need to find a way of kind of a balancing act between those two things. We need to play the numbers game as well as responding to their reaction to the, the cultural travesties that have been heard about in the Hain Royal Commission. And it's not just in the finance sector, I guess it's in the political arena as well in more recent weeks. It is absolutely everywhere. This isn't just about financial services. I mean, it's so um, 
as, as I say, uh, through, through the association I've got with the Australian Institute of Company Directors at the moment, every single conversation that is had there from anybody, irrespective of whether they are inside or outside the financial service sector, is about culture. Uh, we saw just last week the uh, flight centre incident where um, you know there were suggestions as to what their frontline staff were doing. I, I, you know, there's a lot of contention about how accurate that was or not. But um, this, this happens across every industry. I think the financial services sector, because of the scale of it, because there is a Royal Commission, there's been a spotlight on that. There's a, there's a profile and a, you know, a, 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 an attention towards that. But I think that we are fools um, or you know, being willfully blind if we don't believe that our industries might be suffering from the same type of thing. And um, what excites you about uh, a conference like UX Australia when you see 850 like-minded people in one room? Yeah, so I, so I came to the very first UX Australia. Um, uh, Steve, who, um, who co-founded UX Australia, is my business partner um, at, at Meld Studios. Um, I arrived in Australia 14 years ago from the UK and it felt like the UX community was tumbleweed compared to what I was used to in London. Um, over the last 14 years and certainly the last 10 years we've seen a strengthening a growing a recognition that this is a thing that we're doing here that it has impact and um, that's wonderful to see Um, for me personally this is an opportunity to reconnect with you know friends and colleagues that I've built up over the last 10 years so it's 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 great it's a fantastic experience. Well, Ian, keep up the good work and thanks for joining us uh, today and uh, thanks for what you're doing with UX Australia. Thank you very much. Cheers, man.